Welcome to the BTOsports.com Pulp MX Pulpcast Canadian Motocross Preview Show. I just got off the line with Jason Wygant and Jason Thomas. We did a uh, American 450 Motocross Preview, so why not uh, do a Canadian one as well and, and, and knock them both out in the same day? Now, me being Canadian, I, uh, I don't, I'm not up there that much, and uh, so I don't really know everything that's going on. So I got a couple of so-called experts on the line with me to uh, talk about what we're going to see this summer in the Canadian Nationals. First up on the line, all the way from uh, somewhere in Ontario, where we know produces is the best province in Canada, produces the best motocrossers, is the center of motocross in Canada. GuaranteeNamex.com's Ryan Gold. What's up, Galdi? Hey, Steve. What's happening, man? Thanks for having me, buddy. No problem. And then uh, on the West Coast, uh, Atlas Brace's own Matrix Concepts, uh, Ryan the Noof Lockhart. What's up, Noof? Hey, man. How's it going? Thanks for having me. It seems like we've been doing this for a few years and looking forward to getting into it again. Yeah, we, uh, we have. We've, uh, I think this is the third year we've done these things, I think, or something. So, Yeah, we're on our third year, I believe. So, well, uh, and just at Galdi in last year, so it's always, uh, always fun to talk about it. <laughs> well, I, uh, I nailed my Jeremy Medaglia prediction last year, so I had to come back. Hey, yeah. one, one thing, though, that's funny is that every time we do this, I look forward to rolling in the pits at Nanaimo and <laughs> Somebody or some team manager comes up and says, "You really think we're, you know our guys are going to do this or going to do that?" I'm like, "I don't know. I guess we'll see." Uh, yeah, get last used, year, get last year it. I got it from Colton because I said he wasn't going to. He was going to be like fifth. Did you really? <laughs> well, hey, at least, at least you're listening. Yeah, I said he was going to get like fifth on the first weekend, and obviously that was a bad, bad move. <laughs> That's a bad move. That's the yeah. thing, though. Like, who really cares? You know, uh, I like how people say they don't listen to this stuff. They don't read the internet. They, they it's all a bunch of shit. But yet. Strangely, they always seem to find out what people are oh, saying yeah, exactly. about them. Um, no, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season for sure. Uh, I'll be at round four, so hopefully everybody will forget all the stupid stuff that I say. Um, but I'll be at round four, the city that rhymes with fun, Regina. <laughs> um, Travis said that in the TV show once. That was awesome. Oh, he did. Oh yeah, I've oh heard, yeah, I've heard it a few times. Didn't get that. Didn't get in trouble. Well, I, I don't. Yeah. He might have got in trouble, but it didn't get like taken off the air or anything weird right. like that. It was hilarious. It, the people in the States loved it. Uh, so big news a little bit in the series. Uh, Monster is gone. Rockstar is in. There's something called a promoter's group that has uh, no doubt uh, thrilled Mark Stallybross uh, to death with uh, their agreements. And also an extra round added. Ten rounds now. So basically, Galdi, we're going to another race in Quebec. That's uh, Yeah, to in Quebec. We're back at Alverton, Quebec, which is just outside of Drummondville. About uh, 35 minutes from Montreal, I guess. And uh, awesome track. Going to be a great national. Always was a good national in the 90s mm-hmm. uh, when we went there. I think 2001 was the last year we went there. So cool addition there. But it's like four right west and then three, two weekends off, three weeks off, and then six straight. And four of those are sand tracks. Yeah, lots of sand tracks. Overton's a sandy track, right? Or no? It's kind of like a quarry kind of sand. But, okay. yeah, it's a sand track yeah. with a little bit more... Uh, quarry feel like a fine sort of sand to it yeah, yeah. how'd you ever do there uh well you know funny you bring that up i actually won there we there. go well <laughs> noof, noof i swear <laughs> i did not know that i'm pretty sure that trumps uh, uh noof's deal because he got second I'm and so, it trumps four manitoba titles right i am there. so Dude, you went th- you went three three come on goldie you, hey, you went i'm not i'm not knock I, I agree with you it's a lucky way to win but guess what uh, i won <laughs> 
I really regret. I really regret asking that. I had no idea. I would, You're I would, such a liar. You have that stat on the computer right now. I guarantee you. You went three three for the overall. <laughs> I went three three. Dubé went one. DNF and Morgan went seven one. Jesus. Overall hey. with, by one uh, point. A win's a win, Galdi. You got her. I'm <laughs> hanging on to that till I'm in the grave. Uh, was that your only national win? That was my only national that was win. It? Yes. Okay. So, oh God, do you think Newf? Do you think they'll have some sort of ceremony before the day starts for, for Ryan? Probably they're going to bring him down. Well, only if I organize it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Galdi organize it. 3-3. Oh, 3-3. Oh, yes. 3-3. Uh, I wish overalls were that easy. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm surprised they made the race in Quebec, though, uh, Galdi, because doesn't everybody sort of don't, you know, the, everything's different. There's the, Quebec's, the Quebec province people are a little hard to deal with, uh, you know, all the, obviously the language and stuff. Going to Quebec doesn't seem to be a lot of riders and teams' favorites, but yet they put another race there. Why do you think that was? Um, well, I think, first of all, because it was the easiest uh, transition. There wasn't really anything left in Ontario. Okay. That was sort of a, you know, close to a town, city, all that marketing sort yep. of nonsense that the big corporate guys look for. Um, secondly, it always works as far mm. as, Showmanship, uh, full gates, full crowd, okay, awesome racing, awesome fans, that whole scenario. The, really, to be honest with you, the only negative going in there is sort of that small little language barrier. That's it's there in certain spots. It's not as bad. It's a little bit uh, more difficult. That Deschambault, the guy up there, doesn't speak English that well at all. So it's a little bit different. But again, mm-hmm. it worked last year. But the, it's like it's like going to an amusement park where there's no rules. Like there's no gates to get on the ride. Like you could jump on the roller coaster kind of like mid flight if you wanted. Yeah. Um, like there's just, and I think that's why it sells itself. Cause it's just, I mean, it, you've been to Europe, obviously you've, you've raced and been to Quebec too. It's just an awesome event all weekend long. So there was just no other way or place to go to. So it was kind of a last straw maybe as well, but it just worked out well that way. Uh, yeah. I've raced in Quebec, uh, St. Julie mini stayed. Uh, third place behind JSR, and I think Lockhart, the other Lockhart, the older Lockhart dude, Brad Lockhart. That's oh, it. Brad Lockhart. Brad Lockhart. Are you gonna say Scotty? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, Scotty's the dad. Uh, yeah, who's dad? No, nice. no, Brad. Brad Lockhart. I think it was national number ten one year. Or something. I don't think that was Saint Jean- Teet. It was. Sorry, <laughs> Saint Teet. I forgot. Yeah, Saint Teet Mini stayed. What year was that? Uh, nineteen ninety one. No way. I was at that race riding the eighty five class. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I have that race on tape somewhere. I should try to find it, see if I can find you. See if you can find it. me. Oh, yeah. There was a big double coming in the stadium. You went outside. and then Yeah, you made, it was huge. Yeah, you made a left. And then I started jumping it in practice, me and JSR. And uh, we were intermediates, and they moved it They moved it further out after practice. <laughs> I feel like true that story. was Joey Sutherland we were just talking to you right there, Noof. I know. I know. Oh, forget I know. it. I jumped that thing before the pros. No, no, no. All the pros were jumping it, too. No, no. They were all jumping it, too. But I'm saying we were – Jumping it, and then they moved it further. Then I, uh, I was, it was like, no a way. Bi- it was a big one. They made it like into like a triple kind of thing, and then into a huge set of whoops. Yeah, yeah. And then a left, and then the freaking okay. uh, finish line jump was basically like a wow. supercross triple face takeoff to, and you landed on the start gate. You got after that. I, that's all I remember. I don't remember the left <laughs> and the whoops. And um, yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, ten rounds. Rockstar's a sponsor. Mark Stallybrass still did not increase the two fifty purse. This is one of my major complaints about the series. I cannot believe the purse. Look, the purse can always be better. It can be better down here in the U.S. It can be better in, up there in Canada. And I'm not saying that it's, it, it is too small, but whatever. Regardless of it being too small, 
I understand Rodgers will always, always, always complain about the purse, no matter if you made it $50,000 for a win. But you have to make the 250 purse the same. Come on, Stally. Come on. This is a full 12 round series. Uh, yeah. You know, his only reasoning, his only reasoning, I think, behind it or what he stands on left is that it's still not the show class. Oh, okay. That's so tell, tell Leading Edge that. Tell Blackfoot that. Tell KTM that. It's not the show class. Tell. Hey, you know what's funny? You know, these guys have all the opportunity in the world to sit down and be like, and go, you know what? Fuck you. We're not going racing. We're not doing this until you do this, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? The no. gate drops in 17 days are all going to be there. So no. they can bitch and moan all around, but no. nobody actually steps up and says, fuck it. We're not doing this. We're not fault drinking your Kool-Aid no more. We're going to change this up. If you don't change it, we're not coming. And therefore, what the hell the point is? Well, I'm trying to – maybe I'm the hero. Maybe I'm the one You're, to do it. I just um, that I don't know, man. You're you're pretty. I don't know. I, I think you may be hated more than me some places up here in Canada. Sometimes yeah, that's probably a good point. So I don't go. Up <laughs> no, there. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just no, kidding. no, but it needs to be increased. Come on, it needs uh, to be. I matched. agree, 100. percent It, it should it also be uh, a 30 minute moto. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. The the other thing that he stands on is that it's a pro am class um, where intermediates are in it, so it's it's not quite a pro he, class. He only put intermediates in it so he can get a full gate. He knows that. He's not doing well, it. Be- Mark's not doing it because he's like, hey, you know what? I really think it would benefit Canadian amateur kids to maybe get their feet wet with pros and race in row national and, and still keep their B rider status. He didn't think of that. He said, holy yeah, I don't shit. Think he's going to talk like that little sort of 13 year old boy voice he used. He said, but he definitely thinks like that. Mark said, but holy he, he, shit. He also does put it in the, the sense for to give amateurs a chance. But yes, of course, uh, you know, when you go to BC or Ontario or Quebec, you don't have to worry about full gates. No, Moncton, Moncton, and Saskatchewan. That's where it comes in to help yeah. with the whole gate no, thing. No, and I look. I, the rule is fine. I'm not complaining about the rule. But he did it to so that he had full gates. That's why he did it. Uh, that's the only reason why. And well, so, don't forget though, when the rule was implemented back in 2000, the series was booming. Full gates all around, bud. You didn't need the intermediates. It wasn't 2000 that he did that. It was later. No, it was 2000. No, it wasn't. It was later. It was later than 2000. Thank you. Thank you. It was later in 2000. It was like 02 Dude, or no, it was like 05. It was like 05. Seriously. All right, okay, okay. Anyways, all right. Um, regardless, well, the, the purse definitely should be up. Regardless, raise the 250 purse to match the 450s, and I'll stop complaining. All right, so. well, then we'll, I'll, I'll put it in writing on his list. I'm sure he'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Mathis's list um, <laughs> right, right on top of his desk. But anyways, no, look, hey um, – uh, Golly, I'll go back to you on this question. How do you think the series is doing? Give me a state of the series. What do you, you know, last year I came up to Calgary. We talked a little bit about it. I, it, I think you told me the crowds seemed to be a better. Uh, the entries were probably a little better across the board. Give me a little bit of a take on the Canadian series itself in general. Um, well, I, I, in the fall there, it looked like things were kind of getting a little scary and, uh, sort of a lot of what-ifs going on with that promoters group you mentioned at the beginning of the show, the APG, um, and uh, the tracks kind of, the tra- what the deal was is the tracks kind of got together and they were going to send one representative to deal with Marcus. Basically over the years, it's just been like handshake deals, sort of buddy-buddy stuff, not a lot of, you know, corporate-type business with contracts and paperwork and lawyers and blah, blah, blah. It's, <laughs> right. it's Canada, you know what I mean? Right. It's, uh, hey, let's have a Timmy's coffee, we'll talk about a million dollars, and then we'll go out and farm our fields. Right. So it's just... Uh, the way that it looks right now, things are really looking good. They got the uh, the ten rounds. Obviously, is cool. Uh, more TV. We're splitting the TV shows in half this year. You're going to have two half an hour shows for uh, for both classes. They're going to be up on YouTube. 
um, I believe, maybe about a week after they go on to our uh, TV channel, which is going to be CHCH this year, which has changed. So all the aspects on that on that side of stuff look really good, like a lot of positives going in. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing is, you know, we've got to impress a new sponsor this year with Rockstar, so there's a lot of changing going on. Uh, there's last-minute things going on. I know he's dealing right now with, like, you know, banners on uh, – or. Uh, wraps on trailers and getting that stuff organized. So I would say we're probably right around in the same boat we were last year. And the only thing that's changed this year is the four or five tracks that were on that APG list now have like a contract deal mm-hmm. with their weekend deal instead of just like, hey, man, what's up, double-double? Yeah, let's do it. Well, <laughs> the uh, we got the same amount of teams as last year, right? Nobody left. Nobody came uh, in. Sewer Rat Racing is, uh, doesn't look like uh, coming. Sewer Rat Racing. I don't know if it was because of the name of the team or if it was uh, financial, but uh, either way, they're not going to be on the track. Hey, Noof, how, yeah. how do you think that first phone call went with Mark Sally Brass? Uh, yeah, uh, Mark, uh, this is uh, so-and-so from the APG. I represent a bunch of tracks in your series. I'd like to talk to you. Yeah, I'm sure it was a little bit, uh, <laughs> do you think like it was... Aldi said, a little scary for sure. But uh, I think in all in all, I think it was definitely a good thing, and it's good to see these tracks like – you know, such as like the Sandalese and the River Glades and stuff, to have mm-hmm. a little bit more of a commitment, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're going to get yourself in trouble for this, Noof, but I'm going to ask okay. both of you this. <laughs> I think I asked you last year. I don't know. But let's, let's do it again. If some American is listening to this, or a Canadian, and is like, I want to go to a Canadian national, where do they go? Which one do you recommend? What's the crown jewel of the series? Where would you send people? You going with me first? Yeah. Well, last year I did get in trouble for saying that because I said Calgary, I want to say. Oh, so when I, I said Calgary, I said go for dunes. Did I, did I say this last year? I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah, you did no, say this. Well, I believe you guys booed me because Calgary, I, didn't say I, Monc- I didn't say Moncton, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, to be honest with you, I still um, – I'll change my pick, and I will say either Moncton or Deschambault because, or the other Quebec round in Alberton. Oh. The, fans, the fans are top-notch. Um, you know, you just don't get like that anything else. Like Galdi said, they're crazy. They're hanging over the fence. There's air horns. There's people running everywhere. Um, Poutine yeah. and boobies. Exactly, exactly. They're all drunk and hammered on the side of the track and Gal- smoking dope and, in the back in the back and of the woods and stuff. Hey, so. and, that's, and that's just Galdi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not even Quebec, man. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely I would probably say the two Quebec grounds for yeah. sure. Um, and Galdi's out in Alberton telling, t- charging everybody twenty dollars, and he'll take you around the track and show you what lines he used to go three three. Exactly. Oh, that's a. You know what? Let's do it for the MX of Nations. Done. <laughs> there we go. Done. Done. <laughs> hey, we raise need- money. I'll tell you the story of '99, the day that was Galdi. We need to talk about that at the end of the show. I want to talk to you about your new role there, doing that. So I just wrote it down. Uh, okay. Cool. What do you What do you think, Galdi? What What did you say last year, and does did it change? I'm pretty sure I said Calgary last year, um, just be, uh, because of the atmosphere of it, uh-huh. the city line, all that kind of cool stuff. From if if you're like if I was say, taking like if I went to like the Boy Scouts group and said, "Hey guys, I'm going to take you to a national," I would not take them to the Quebec race. Okay, I would take them to Gopher Dunes or or Moncton or basically any of the other ones because it's just a little bit more low key, not as loud, not as flamboyant, not as crazy. Mm-hmm. But if I'm trying to get some new attitude fans, like some new people on the dirt bikes and want to go riding and like hanging out and barbecuing and families and partying and yelling and shit, you're going to the Quebec races and you're going to be hooked for the rest of your life. Okay. All right. That's my thoughts. 
Well said. So which national needs to go? No, I'm just kidding. I, you guys, <laughs> you guys would never be, never be allowed again, Nanaimo. But uh, you know, so. Hey, Nanaimo was sick last year. Digger did a great job on that track. The racing was amazing. That that track actually has come a long way. That might have been the worst national Canadian national I've ever been to. It was Nanaimo in like, whatever. Uh, Beats was on. Beach was on Blackfoot, so 08, 07, yeah, 07, 08 no, or something. 08, no, 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 08 was when he was by himself there with Mike Smith on the Clearbrook. You know. uh, Maybe 09 then. Maybe. That, was when you, that was when you came to Saskatchewan, Mathis. Okay, then 09 then. And I'm the one I went to was brutal, me and myself and Rocket Ronnie Hyde. Um, so, anyways, uh, hey, uh, big news in Canadian moto, uh, and Galdi Guaranteed MX was all over this story. Um, the uh, Jeremy Medaglia – Moto concepts. I'm just shocked, shocked that it didn't work. But so you talked to Jeremy. I think you talked to Tony a little bit too. Uh, Direct Motocross had some t- some things from Tony as well. It was pretty interesting, new font to read the Canadian Moto guys go back and forth with the different different versions of that. I like that. That's good. It was good. It made for some good uh, good. It's been, a, it's been a long time since Canadian Moto like was onto something. You know what I mean? Like it was good. Good call. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what do you think happened, Galdi? What do you, what did you take away from all that? Like, what? I mean, I sort of hear things too, but what do you really think um, happened? I, I, I think I. Uh, what do I take away from it? Well, it it comes when I when you talk to the medallias, it, you know, it, it comes across as everybody how everybody looks at the Alessis. It was crazy. It was <laughs> craziest thing we've ever dealt with. Craziest thing we've ever seen. They talk about the craziest stuff. It was just exactly what the world pictures Alessi to be. Uh, if you talk to the Alessis, it was as, as professional as possible. There's no way it shouldn't have worked. Uh, it was, it was, um, um, we don't know how it didn't happen or how this didn't work. Um, Tony was pretty adamant on that. All he basically wrote to me was we have, uh, we could not agree on a contract. Hmm. And, uh, he told, and then he texted me about Vince Freeze and talked about mechanics and Canada this. And then you talked to Jeremy and he said that there was Canadian mechanics hired to the team that haven't even been paid yet and uh, it's very angry over there at Moto Concepts. It looks like it's amazing on the outside, but it underneath it's like everybody doesn't like what they're doing. It's very different and it's nothing but Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, there's talk of like a full breeding system to get a new Alessi coming through the womb to take over motocross. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and when I hear that, obviously I'm not talking, Tony doesn't say that. So it's just, you know, two phone calls later, three phone calls later. So yeah. it's, you know, you take it for what it is. But what, every time you hear the Alessi name, it comes up as, with some sort of craziness and well, drama. So it's not that far-fetched. But it just didn't work. And uh, Jer pulled the plug uh, by the sounds of it. Uh, maybe not in the most professional way. He, li- he basically told them a story about going home for a Red Bull meeting. And, and uh, he just oh. took off and got out of town. But okay, uh, so he Tony's, thought going so, not so, good and pulled the pin. So Tony's, I was going to say, I read Direct Motocross. I think Billy, big way Billy talked to Tony. And well, Tony's, funny thing before you say okay. that, funny thing was, is that exactly what Direct wrote? I swear to God, I don't know if he sent like a recording. That was the exact same thing he said to me. Um, I don't know if you're sure who got the phone call first, but I didn't bother putting that stuff up. I just talked about the split. Okay. And then, uh, and then I did the podcast with Jeremy, which is funny. Like Tony almost had it like down to a science what he was going to say. Well, I was going to say, first of all, uh, <laughs> Jeremy, if, if Red Bull's a sponsor, Jeremy, there's no way that they're saying you need to get up here Monday or else you don't have a deal. You know, yeah. that, that whole story. I was like, what? That does not make any sense. But, but again, if Jeremy, you know, I mean, do you think Jeremy handled this the right way? I mean, I think it sounds like he made a right decision in the end, but, um, 
I mean, but when I get, you hear like, that part of the story, I suppose it doesn't sound like maybe it was the handle the right way. You could have just, I suppose, been a man and just said, look it, I'm not happy, I'm out of here. But it, he, the way you talk to Jeremy, he's a pretty honest kid. He's pretty uh, forthcoming. He doesn't really hide too much. He said it was just a really, really weird situation that did not look like it was going right. well for me, and I just had to find a way out of there. Regardless of whether Jeremy did the right thing, and, and, I, and I've had my own dealings with the LSE, so I 100% believe that Jeremy, this was weird, and, and Jeremy didn't get any. I heard they were testing all day in Florida, and Jeremy didn't get, get anything done until like 5 o'clock when they were like, hey, do you need anything? Because it was all about Mike. Um, yeah. So I heard about that, and, and I, I regardless how this went down, and I believe Jeremy was right to leave, again, though, Galdi, Jeremy's in a little bit of a team dispute. Now, he's right in this one, but it's – Oh, yeah, it's, there's, it's the same sort of scenario that's going on. He right, knows that. Right. And he's like, man, this sucks. I'm right back where I was. People think this, you know, and this this time it is, it is the truth. Maybe others, it might have not worked out the way it's supposed to, and I should have done it. But I've learned this is a learning experience. He really sounds like he's learned, obviously, now. So yeah. what's coming to bat, if someone's going to come to bat for him to get him to Nanaimo, I have no idea yet. There well, was you... some talk of the Arena Cross team. Cycle North maybe sort of helping, but they're not sure because they've already done got plans. And you, and then um, uh, the leading edge guys talk to them, but they don't have any budget left to basically even give them a good race bike. Um, they have all their bikes sort of finagled and done. And and uh, there's really the only other thing left was maybe him taking the Husky deal that his brother just swapped out of. Can he do that? <laughs> I think there's still a lot of messy water over there from the previous ties. Ah, uh, so see, so it comes back to bite him when he needs it. <laughs> well, well, know? maybe. I don't know that for sure. I'm, that's yeah, that's yeah. me speculating. Right, speculating. But, yeah. if, I mean, what... Allegedly. Do you think we see him at Nanaimo? What do you, if, yes. you had, if, you, if you had to bet money? Yes. On a 250 or 450? 250. All right. I'll and put it, money that he's at Nanaimo. I don't know what bike or yeah, brand yeah. or what's yeah, but yeah. I'll bet he'll be at Nanaimo. Well, I mean, Noof, he could, he could win. If he shows up oh, ab- in MX2, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, my my two cents on the whole Jeremy thing, and I mean, <clears throat> when we did this last year, I was, I was one of the first guys, well, for the last few years, to to throw Jeremy under the bus, and it seems like every time he's on a team, it ends bad, and it's there's this, there's that, there's always something, and and you know, I was always one to to call him out on it, and we never were the best best friends over it, but I got to know the guy a little bit this winter doing arena cross out here, and. And listening to some of his podcasts that he's done with Galdi with Guaranteed and some of his interviews, and I get where he's coming from. Like I, I totally get it. He he has the racer mentality. He deserves probably more than what he what he's ever got. Uh, you know, as a results wise, his results are, you know, good. He's he's always seemed to done good, especially last year. You know, riding the 450 better than we all thought he would have. No, not not not, not, not Galdi, not, not Galdi, but well, okay. Anyways. <laughs> Um, you know, so he's, he's always trying to get, the, he's always trying to get that little extra more and, and he's jumping around, he's going from here to there and he's not doing it. I think from a, a standpoint of like, I don't like you guys, I'm leaving. He's just doing it to get, get ahead. But listen guys, at the end of the day, it's, it's Canadian moto. Like yeah. if we can get a free bike and a little bit of parts, you're doing good. Yeah, probably. Right. Um, it, it, it's true. Yeah. And, and you know, and I, I really think like. That him to get out of the Alessi thing now was probably one of the better things for him because I got a feeling if it had to win a couple rounds, it would have ended real badly and there would have been some, you know, yeah. bad words exchanged. Yeah, 
Yeah, probably a good idea. Well, I, the yeah, other thing so. was is there was there was sort of hinting as soon as Zillapoto announced that he wasn't coming, Alessi can win again. Right, right. So therefore, the Canadian thing was looking even like it was drifting away. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. You'll see Alessi in Canada, depending on how Glenn Helen goes. I, I mean, I think it looks good. I think he, if I had to bet, I would bet he's going to Canada. But I won't think it's 100% sure. No way. Well, one thing I can tell you is that he has bought uh, licenses and credentials. Paid okay. for. All right. Yeah. So, I can't, see, I can't see it happening either, man. If he goes to Glenn Helen, and even if, I mean, yeah, I think he's got a good shot of getting on the podium. But realistically, top five, I, I just can't see them coming up here, man. <laughs> if he wins it. Then he goes and wins Glen Helen. There's oh, no he, way he's coming here. If he wins, like, would that not be the most bizarre move in the history of sports? Well, shining absolutely. Up. Wait, wait, look at did you guys? You, uh, Steve, you would have read it. What the pings column? Mike Mike Alessi was at Glen Helen riding, and I'm still shaking my head a bit about his move to Canada. With Villapoto out, this would be the best chance to win a title, and he's passing on that to be a Canadian champ. That's like being valedictorian at summer school. <laughs> no offense, Canada, but come on. Yeah, no, I, I think if he wins Glen Helen, there's no challenge. I don't think I don't think he will. But oh, I, I had a phone call today. I had a phone call today from one of the higher ups, not mentioning names. They <laughs> said no matter if Michael Essie wins by forty five seconds at Glen Helen, he will be at Nanaimo and they're fully one hundred percent committed to the series. I had to change around a, a thing I wrote for the program because of it. Oh really? Okay. He will be there because I didn't have him in my top five picks. I said I put a little asterisk thing at the bottom. I said, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if if Michael Lessie comes to Canada, he is the odds-on favorite. Yeah, I would put my money right. on him, but I can't see him being here in two weeks. <laughs> that's my opinion, and I'm Should sticking be. with it until right. I see him on the line at Nanaimo. <laughs> that's when I'll believe it. Yeah, you're, you're. I need to see photos at Nanaimo ASAP at 9 a.m. Whoever gets I'll text. Their... I'll text you. I'll say, "Hey, he's here." Oh, I don't know if he's racing yet, but he's here. Uh, what's that, Galdi? The phones will be blo- going off for sure. Yeah. Whoever's going to get the first Instagram photo of him, of him laying laying uh, a lessy foot on on Canadian soil. <laughs> I, um, I want to see the first photo of uh, uh, Tony and Paul Kingsley going at it. Ah, uh, what about like the the Canadian? There's always seems to be some penalties for flagging and for yellow flags and. <laughs> Like, you know that's going to happen, and Tony is just going to go ballistic. I know. Uh, they might actually – we were talking about it the other day. Maybe we'll just do it for fun. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man, uh, I don't envy those guys up there for sure. Uh, but it should be interesting. I, it's still amazing that he's going. Um, do you? Do we all have him winning this thing if he races it, which we think he is? Do we all have him go winning ahead. it? Go ahead, News. Yeah, I mean, if he if – he shows up and commits to it i mean i mean come on like really he i mean i know colton colton's my guy he's good he's i mean i think that if the stars are aligned he will run with them on certain days on mm-hmm. certain tracks but yeah. unless he's starting skill and his sprint speed there's nobody's gonna i mean i would have put him ahead of metcalf too up here what really yeah oh i would have thought that i think that those two would have battled to the death and i could have flipped a coin and i would have flipped a coin i think galdi don't you think and there's a lot of people uh, that agree with you, New, so you're not crazy. But I really believe that the I'm a Canadian hero, I know these tracks, I know what goes on, that is worth something if you're Colton or Canari or, you know, T-Dags. Like, 
That's oh, it is. It is for sure. I mean, we saw it last year at, at right. Nanaimo. I mean, I would have never thought that Colton could have pulled out what he did. And I know it's Nanaimo; it's one track, but dude, the track was gnarly. I mean, Metcalf got okay starts that day, and he had nothing for yeah for Colton. But I mean, you know, back to my thing there, just to touch on it lightly about me about if I thought that Alessi would take Metcalf up here. I mean. I mean, uh, Metcalf struggled with starts last year, and he just—I mean, he was fast and he was—he was, yeah. was on it, but he was not near as dominant as. So I mean, I can't see Alessi. I mean, I think Alessi could pull all, every hole shot up here. I mean, he—he's just—he's—he just got that extra little edge. So you think if if, if Fasciati handled Metcalf at Nanaimo, and that's what you just said, handled. Yep. I mean, is Metcalf that much worse than Alessi, where Colton can't go out and handle Alessi and again? I got, you know what I mean? Like, look, I, I think he's going to win, but I think he's, it's nowhere near the lock that you're making it to be, Newf. I don't know, man. I just, I just see him pulling the whole shot and, like, <laughs> fully checking out for 15, 20 minutes and yeah. then cruising the rest of the time. What do you think, Galdi? You know, Newf just did, did a deal and hired uh, Colton Fasciotti wearing Atlas Brace, and now he, he's not going to win him with it? Oh, wow. he's going to win because I'm going to mess with Alessi. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thoughts, um, if I mean, if you go on history, look, it depends what Colin Fasciano again. Are we going to get the guy that's going to go out and whip everybody on round one and then have an accident and not make out or get hurt like it did in, in 2012? But if he shows up and he's legit for 20 motos, um, he will beat Michael Alessi on Canadian soil. Out of the series for 20 motos, I put my money on that for that. Um, I hope so. That's, I mean, I hope so, too, but that's, that's legit my opinion. Uh, if, if Colton makes it through all the rounds, bikes are good, all that, you know, if all the stars align for both of them, I think Colton Fasciotti will come out top. I believe he has that same sort of, like you were talking, Steve, that Canadian heroic mentality. This is my land. This is my thing. He doesn't maybe uh, share it as well or carry it as well as, say, like a Blair Morgan or a Ross Peterson or a JSR, but... He has it, and and when he's on, he's on. And I don't think I don't think there's not there's not too many people that could beat him on our turf up here. But okay, so if we're gonna talk about Colton, how many years since he won? Uh, two full summers, right? I was gonna say three. Yeah. I thought three years. Two years with KTM. Yeah, two years with KTM. Did he win the year before? Yeah, yeah. he won in uh, 2011. Got hurt in 12, so Gerke won, okay. and then last year Metcalf. And then got hurt in 10. Or got hurt in a got hurt in ten. In ten, right? Yeah. Dusty one. Um, so I mean, and also too, he's had some serious injuries, not just like a broken collarbone. Colton's, yeah, he's rung his bell a few times. Oh yeah, sure. I know that. Yeah, um, I'm a little worried. Uh, and and Diggers, Diggers probably gonna listen to this, right? I would think so. Fuck, I hate that God. Okay, well listen, he, I got to get it for sure. Diggers sitting, and he's gonna mouth through about two extra large pizzas. Well, look, I like Digger, but I'm going to say this anyways because otherwise this is this is this is you know real talk hashtag real talk. I'm a little worried about Colton's team in that yes, it's a Honda, but you know it really is a private team. From everybody I talk to and everybody I I know, Colton was basically babied at Blackfoot. Like they told him what to what what to to, to put on his bike. They told him what was good. Blair took him around to the races. JSR showed him how to train, you know. And again, he goes to KTM, and it's sort of like we are—we know what we're doing. We're a big factory team. Here you go, Colton. And now, sort of like the support. And again, Digger does a good job, and he's probably going to want to beat me up after hearing this. But like, how's this team? How's this bike? 
I feel like Colton needs that sort of uh, that authority to be like, here's what we're running and here's what's good and let me help you out. And I don't know if Digger's team has those resources and those that, that staff around it and and all that to to really help him out. Do you think I'm crazy, Galdi? Um, not no, I don't think you're fully crazy. I think you're kind of on on point there for sure. But the one thing I'll take from what you said is is if it was Blackfoot and JSR and Morgan that did the babying, well that was oh eight, uh oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, ten, eleven. You had five years of it, you think you shouldn't be grown up enough now to know how to do it all? Well, you guys are ex-riders. Are you either one of you grown up? I just had a kid, man. I'm the most responsible guy around. <laughs> I don't think having a kid means anything. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think he's matured in the sense now that he should know how to set the bike up, how to train. He's done it every year yeah. since, all that stuff. So that part I don't think should be a problem. He should know what's going on. But, yes, uh, I have heard also the same things he's He's very nitpicky, very hard to work with, got a baby him, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. he's not a little kid anymore. And this, this deal, too, like when I did a podcast with him a few weeks ago, it, it's, it is business and team inning, but there is a lot more sort of, look, dude, I know what's going on. You know, step off. I got a covered kind of thing going on. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah. I, I, more buddy-buddy talk, which could maybe bite them in the butt, too. Right, right, right. Uh, <coughs> so do you think, Galdi, that he, he stays healthy? For the whole series. Oh, God, I wish. I feel like it's hard to say. Yes, I do. Yes, I'm going with yes. Colton Fasciotti will make all 10 motos, uh, or all, uh, sorry, 20 motos this summer. <laughs> all 10 motos. All 10 motos, Noof. <laughs> <laughs> all 10, 10 motos. motos. <laughs> 10 rounds. Uh, I, think, I think the same thing, too, kind of like Galdi said. I mean, I mean, he's, he's on the team. I mean, I think the team is going to be good. He's, they got the ex-Troy Lee guy building the motors, and yep. he's kind of the crew chief thing, and I mean, oh, Matt, and Dar- Matt Jory are like best buddies. Um, you know, yeah. I, I think he's in control of the of the team a little bit more, and he can kind of have it his way. Where at KTM, you know, he was just basically showing up, and this is kind of how it was, and, and go out there and ride the bike and do your job. So, mm-hmm. I mean, um, I, I really think that you know Colton is going to be on it this year. I think he will stay healthy, and uh, it's going to it's going to be good for him. Uh, Matt Jory is doing the motors and yeah, going up no, there. Right. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. This should be helpful. Yeah. This should be good. Uh, how about the uh, Metcalf for Hill swap? I, I want to know, like, I want to be <laughs> – I want to know what – so Reed Nordine's like a neighbor of Metcalf, right? He's the head of Kawasaki Racing. He, he loves Metcalf. They're family friends. So he he did a great job in getting Meddy to fill in for Villapoto. You probably couldn't ask for a better guy, you know, if you had to pick somebody off the street. But he had a contract with Leading Edge. So I would just love to know, like, so Reed calls Jason Hughes at Leading Edge. Yeah, Jason, hey, uh, I know you got Matty, and I know he's got the number one plate, but, uh, man, have you seen Supercross lately? Have you seen Josh Hill? He's killing it. He just won a heat race. He just made the podium. Look, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to take Metcalf, but I got Hill for you. I, I just, I laugh at myself, like, Basically, Jason Hughes and the Leading Edge team. I mean, they got kind of screwed over. I hopefully they got something from Kawasaki to to ease their pain. Uh, but there's no doubt they're not getting losing Metcalf in the number one plate is a big deal. And uh, you know, props to Jason for doing it. And Metcalf wanted to do it, and he got to go and read. They all worked it out. But the, the bottom line is that Leading Edge is getting a Josh Hill who has not done the Nationals down here since 2008. I don't know. 
I don't know how well it's, it's going to go. I'd say it's like that commercials that were back when we were kids, I think, and they were something like they show a kid in the lunchroom and the bigger guy comes by and he just swindles him into his pudding cup for a freaking <laughs> chunk of broccoli. <laughs> If, if, uh, it's you know Hill, great rider stuff, but yeah, no. Uh, um, as I was saying before, uh, they asked for the elevator, and leading edge got the shaft. <laughs> do you think they, that? Uh, if, I would not be surprised to see uh, a bunch of those Terexes, those Cowie Terexes. Say we just <laughs> we just gave leading edge like twenty of them. Each rider has yes. one to drive him to the gate. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Umbrella girls till the day is gone to the uh, end. Uh, uh, oh man. Uh, I mean, I think Hill's going to do fine. I don't think he has anything for Colton or Alessi or Canari. No, I agree. Or I think if Hill yeah. makes it and, and gets to the end of the rounds, he'll, uh, him and Teddy Mayer and Chisholm will all be sort of in the same sort of uh, circle with each other. Oh, interesting. Um, Noof, you are coming back yet again. You are making another comeback. <laughs> this. This needs this this needs to be documented. This this these retirement and unretirement and what are you doing? You're doing the first two rounds, first two for sure. And then I just I set it off the record there. I'll be getting the call for the fill-in ride. Oh right, yeah, yes, yes. So uh, who can we say? Maybe could you maybe uh, read your palm a little more and say who or what team you think? Well, I'm not sure. We'll see after the first couple rounds. Can you ride the 250 class? I can ride anything. Wow! <laughs> wow! Well, I don't know. There's some sort of weird rules with 250s. I don't. Oh, know. we should talk about that too because that's been coming up huge lately over this new Vince Freeze thing. Yes, big rule thing there. But continue on, Noof. Let's talk about the comeback. Yeah, there's no comeback, man. It's a rebirth for to be, start with, <laughs> it's and a, uh, it's a we're just having fun. We're going to go out and do the first two. I haven't retired in almost over a year now, so we're good. You're like that. The, you're the movie Source Code, where he just keeps blowing himself up until he figures it out. What's going to be really funny is that I'm the goggle guy, obviously, for 100%, so I'll be doing these guys' goggles and then lining up with them at the same time. Yeah, exactly, right? Only in Canada, right? How's, lining up beside Hill. How's so, the, hey, man, your goggles look really good. You happy with that setup? Okay, I'm going to do a start here. Watch out. <laughs> how's, the, how's the training going and the riding? You feel good? You, you ready? Yeah, it's been it's good. I Like I said, I'm, we'll see at the first round. I, I feel like uh, we only named seven guys that were going to be good, so I can't see why I can't be uh, the eighth or ninth place guy. I'm not being hey, overconfident. Stevie, I'm I'll, I'll back up Noof, man. I watched him all winter. He's riding legit right now, riding really, really good. Wow. And then someone said you left Seattle early because you had to race on Sunday. Yeah, I drove, uh, drove up and did uh, six motos on Sunday. <laughs> Uh, injured, I may man. say a little injured from a certain fall. Uh, yeah, I was injured, but uh, um, non-racing related. Non-racing. Well, <laughs> you can take the noof out of the, the, the races, but you can't take them, the racing out of the noof. No. Um, no. But that's going to be fun, though. It's going to be fun. We're just, I'm just going to go out there and have fun. And, did, they uh, issue, did, they, did they issue number 100? Uh, 101. Ah, uh, because, you know, 100 is for sort of past champions and stuff like that. Well, no, 101 was a reserve number, and I had to really work for it because uh, – they wanted it for somebody else, but I stuck with my guns, and did, I ended up getting it. So. Did you send Stally a case of beer, or what would you do? I uh, just greased him up a little bit. <laughs> just sent him a box of red wine. Oh, man. So, Noof is back on the track. So, really, this whole podcast, you're just biased towards your competition. That's it. That's No, no. I, I like know. I'm kidding. Guys. I'm kidding. Um, so, t- Tyler Medaglia, back on KTM. Um, <laughs> how weird is that, Goldie? That whole situation is just strange. 
Uh, oh man, it, that is the it, like I guess uh, it just it's, I don't even know what to do to laugh, get mad. Right? Like I don't know how to, I don't know how that dragged out from Walton Transcan, where he earned, earned the number three and being the best Canadian of the year, to basically a month ago only getting a ride. Well, I guess he had the Husky thing kind of come together, but only getting a ride because Colton got hurt or Cole got hurt. Like just Pathetic. very very odd, but. Um, I know there was a lot of stuff with, at, at KTM this year for budget-wise, waiting for Red Bull money, wondering if they were even going to go racing and be a part of the Canadian series with Stolly Brass because of, the, as John Nelson calls it, the Stolly tax that manufacturers pay to help the series. <laughs> uh, <yeah. coughs> so it, it was, anyway, at the witching hour, he's scored a ride, and he, I, I don't want to call him the dark horse, but he's my guy. Yeah. That, he's going to be awesome this summer. And he's going to battle for this title right down to the right down to the wire. What what is going on with Andy White's KTM team? Like I just don't understand it. Are they are they lo- are they located? Is the race shop under a ladder? Is it is it located <laughs> no, under a giant it's ladder? Actually, uh, in an area where a lot of old women live that have a lot of black cats. Yeah, is there is there a voodoo uh, place next door? Clat uh, Fasciati, two years. Cole, Cole Thompson now, just just. Kicks ben, in the, Benoit last year. Oh, Benoit last year. Yeah, kicks in the nut. Kicking lots the nuts. and lots of bad luck. So, Goldie, you're 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 Tyler. You're T Dags. You're on that wagon. Yeah, that's my guy for sure. I mean, I've, I've become pretty tight with Tyler over the years. I'm a fan as well. I love watching him ride. But uh, I think I, I I just feel something different this year because of the way things got screwed around and all this stuff. I, I almost feel like he's going to go out and kick some serious butt, and then at the end of the year be like, you know what, you, 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 and you can take this finger that's in the middle of my hand and <laughs> insert it, and uh, I'm going to go and chill over here in Nova Scotia and hang out at Pleasant Valley and live in the woods with my uh, father-in-law, uh, Robbie Cook, and just hang out at Pleasant Valley and raise my kids and not even race anymore because you're all dicks. Well, it's crazy that uh, the brothers, three and four, are and were so close to, like, not even being able to get rides or anything. <laughs> not even going to be on the gate. <laughs> so weird. So does that not like okay now because you're Canadian, Steve? But it, talk, you, when you sit with your American buddies, they must just laugh. No, nobody knows what's going on up there. Come on, not even <laughs> not even Thomas or anything. They, don't mm, they poke fun a little bit? No, no. These guys are dicks, man. Follow our website, you dicks. Dude, I'm telling you, it's 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 depressing. Uh, I put Lissamore did a. Canadian Moto photo report every week for me for a couple of years ago. And nobody clicked on it. Like literally nobody, nobody cared. Um, but I do, I do. That's why I do these. America, things. America. Yeah, you know how it goes. But look, Alessi will help you guys get some public. Oh, there. for sure. For, Alessi's for sure, going to help big so. time. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bobby Canari also in the mix. Uh, you can never count the mutilator out. Uh, he'll be pretty good. Chisholm's going to be up there. Kyle's a buddy of mine, but uh, he's definitely been hurt by injuries the last couple of years. So, former Canadian champion, though. Yeah. Um, 06, news teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, oh, no, not 06, sorry, 05. 05. They're both going to be on Yamahas for uh, the OTSF team. So, and then of Teddy Mayer. Canari. I say, out of the seven names we named, those first four, you're going to have Alessi, Fasciotti, Tyler Medaglia, Bobby Canari. Those are your title threats. Then you're going to have Mayer, Chisholm, Hill, um, nah, I put I put Noof. I put Canari, I put Canari with the Chisholm Air Hill guys. No way! Come on, dude. I love Bobby, but I mean, uh, he's you know, 
coming off an ACL. Yeah, no, he's hungry now. He hasn't rode all winter. He hasn't rode eighteen hundred races this winter. Good point. That's true. What'd you say, Noof? Let me talk about Teddy Mare for a second. Here. Okay. Last year I had Teddy way up there as well as I do this year. I had him as a podium guy. I think this year, I mean, if we look back, he ran down Metcalf a few times last year. He ran at the front. He had a bunch of weird things happen to him. I put Teddy ahead of the Canaries and the Chisholms. I put him as my third-place guy. Really? Ahead of yeah, T-Dags? Ahead of T-Dags? I think him and T-Dags will be close. Yeah, be yeah. Close. I, I have a question mark around Bob. I mean, Bobby Kay is awesome. He's a hard worker. He always toughs it out. He won the last moto of the year at Walton. But do you think it's going to be in his favor of not – normally he was that guy that's raced like every weekend, been doing Europe races, Supercross. He hasn't raced. I Might wonder take how him that's a few rounds to get going. Yeah. Yeah, uh. yeah. That's Goldie's response. Uh. Well, I don't. That's a good way to look at it for sure. I mean, he is one of those guys that has has always seemed to. He need, it's like he needs to race. Uh, it's like my old man. He just needs to work. Like he just can't retire. Like he just got to mm-hmm. work. I, I got to go to work. I'm bored. Um, so maybe it takes him a few, two or three rounds to get the bugs out and get the kinks out. And but he's going to be racing this weekend at the Moto Park Cup that I'm going to. So I'll get uh, my first hand of seeing him. The Moto Park Cup. Nice. Yeah, buddy. Fasciotti's racing too, right? Yeah, fa- I, apparently Fasciotti, Keast, O'Farrell, Bobby, um, Moffenbeier's in the house, uh, Wentland, Wright, and uh, Robinson's coming, I think. A little prequel. Yeah, it should be. a pre- And then the following weekend, we're having another race at San Lee where hopefully everybody can do the same thing on the Saturday because all the team trucks and everything are leaving on the Sunday to go head out west. So, Keist is doing uh, east only? East coast only on Yamahas? Uh, Keist should be doing nothing but salads right now. <laughs> That's what Keist should be doing. But what is, but what, <laughs> no, he's a good sport, so you can poke fun at him. But, yeah, Keist is only doing the east. And, right. and likely not Moncton unless he's, you know, riding good and having lots of fun. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's move to the 250s. Oh, actually, one more thing. So three sand tracks, right? That's what. Uh, four, yes. right? Well, I guess Cam Loops is. Cam Loops don't count. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just three. Okay. Well, I'm telling you, don't sleep on Chisholm. He's fast in the sand for real. Oh, He's yeah. good. Good sand rider. So maybe you know, much like Gurky just killed him. I mean, he's not on Gurky's level, but you know, that can give him a big boost. Those three tracks. And it might benefit him to being later in the series so he can kind of just kind of get the wheels going out west here, try to stay in contention, yeah. get good finishes, and then come east. He's got three weeks off to keep getting ready, feeling better, getting healthy, and then, uh, yeah, here. three sand tracks in a row. Gopher? Yeah, it goes Gopher, Sandalee, Deschambault. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then Moncton, then Alverton. So, sorry, there's four sand tracks. Okay. Yeah, and there is four. Wraps up with Walton again, right? Um, Walton, yeah. uh, let's move to 250s, unless anybody's got anything else to say about 450s. We all think Alessi's going to so. win. We all think Colton can beat him if he stays okay. healthy. But the quick, Wait, what? Before we get before we get on to the thing, then, Steve, you got to guess new finishes at Nanaimo. Okay. First, first two motos. Uh, 13, nice. 13 11. Hmm, not bad. <laughs> not bad. Right what you said, Noof? <laughs> Yeah, I, I claimed like around 12, 11, maybe 10 would be awesome. I always like how everyone puts me better in the second moto. Like they really, That's uh, a good point. Yeah, 11, I, 13. I'm, counting on my I'm going 9, 13. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go 11, 13. Sorry, 11, 13. I'm really <laughs> hoping that it's mud race. 
Mud race. I'm calling. I hope oh, yeah, it's yeah. mudder, and then then we'll be uh, we'll be. Uh, we'll be uh, I don't know if you're 100 percent if those things work that good in the mud. So I hope for your sake, maybe it's not. My predict <laughs> my prediction on Chisholm before we move to the 250. I say sixth, seventh in the West rounds, and then won't lead the top five in the East. Hmm. I think he'll get much better on the East Coast. Yeah, like you guys said. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Um, yeah. Also, also too, like I think Alessi and Chisholm, and maybe Canari. I know Alessi and Chisholm are doing Glen Helen, maybe Canari. Uh, there was talk about Moffenbauer doing it. I don't know for sure, but that's going to help them come into into Nanaimo. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be a big help, I think. So, um, all right, let's move to two fifties. Uh, Benoit is on a two stroke half the time, some of the time, all the time. <laughs> Do we know? Um, Andy White said he's going to ride a two stroke out west and, or sorry, two fifty F out west and a two stroke out east. Wonder why? I don't. That was a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure they could just play. If he's riding both bikes, pretty confident. Bring them both to the track and figure out which one you like in the morning. Can you do that? Oh yeah, you just gotta. Um, uh, I don't think you can whatever do that. bike you qualify on. Like do the time. Yeah, you gotta qualify. Like you'll have to uh, tech it and everything. Whatever bike he's got to tech, that's what he rides. Yeah, but it means you can't ride both <laughs> on the same day. No, I'm just saying that you yeah, wake yeah, up yeah. in the morning and say, "Oh, right. this looks like a two-stroke day. Let's right. rip it." Right, right, right. Um, so Jeremy, let's assume Jeremy's doing it. Polatelli's coming off a pretty bad injury in Supercross, but he is the defending champion. Does it come down, Noof, to Benoit, Jeremy, and Polatelli? Can can Wentland or Wright or uh, Ingalls get in there? I really think Rosina? that Wentland, I mean, he was impressive when he was up here last yeah. year. I mean, I know that Benoit was out and Polatelli was kind of struggling on the East Coast, um, you know, after being dominant on the on the West, but... I think Wentland being up here for a full series, the, the kid seems like he's got a lot of heart and he tries hard. Um, but I really think that, uh, yeah, the three guys you said, mm-hmm. you know, Jeremy I think will be deadly if he's on a good bike. And, um, you know, Politelli and then Vince Freeze I think will be all right. I don't know how well he is outdoors, but Freeze should be good. Yeah, Freeze will be a top guy, top five guy. You don't think he'll be a podium guy? Mm, I don't know. I was looking yeah. at the stats. I was looking at some Where's stats yesterday on Racer X, and he uh, he's never really had much success outdoors. No, no, he hasn't. He hasn't, he hasn't done a whole lot outdoors, but yeah, he hasn't had much success. Um, Polatelli, I wonder how he'll be. Pretty big, big, pretty serious injury. Um, broke his leg, so I, I don't see him uh, backing up his title. He'll do good, but I don't see him backing up his title. Benoit's been hurt like two years in a row, so the, the injury thing kind of haunts him a little bit too, right? Uh, no, he was just hurt last year. He, uh, no, he got the second year, in the series the year before. The year before, I thought he didn't join until halfway through. No, yeah, that was the did. year before that. Oh, it was the year before oh, that? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 2012, he came in half, halfway. Or wait a minute, no. Maybe you're right. Sorry, maybe See? it was 11 that he got second. Yeah, yeah. it was 11 because Tyler won the title. Sorry. So, yeah, it is two years in a row. So, who did he get second to in, in, in uh... uh Tyler, Medallia. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. Um, so, yeah, he's got a little bit of an injury question, too. Noof, if you could pick two-stroke or four-stroke, what would you do in that class? Four-stroke. What about you, Galdi? Yeah, I'd have to go four-stroke, too, even though I, we're both kind of grew up on the two-stroke thing. Yeah. I just I, I don't I don't see how those guys can ride them fast, although Moffenbeier won that race at the end of the year. but Yeah, so that's my, my next question. So Moffenbeier wins on a two-stroke. I mean, was it because of the bike? Would he have won on a four-stroke? Was he just on that day? Uh, I think he was on that day. Um, his bike last year was really, really, really fast. Like the thing was putting out just over sixty horsepower uh, from Bondi 
Like, they were making that thing work good. So his bike was good, but he won at Walton, not like at DeChambeau where the berms and yeah. I think the two-stroke. Two he got second in the moto that day, but he won at Walton. Um, you know, Politelli only rode the first moto. Um, yeah. Clark was sort of whatever. You know, maybe it wasn't the ideal situation, but he won it. Yep. He dominated. It's like a, it's it made like, the two-stroke rule look good. It's like a 3-3. Three, three. It doesn't really matter. You still want you just want it. <laughs> you still want it. <laughs> it's just like a 3-3. Hey you keep bringing it up, man. I just keep patting myself on the back and it's looking just... at my trophy that I got that day that says fourth place in the GPP week class. <laughs> 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 my mom still has it in the basement at her house. Um, uh, and also, too, Moffin Byer. So he's going four-stroke only this year, right? He's back to a four-stroke for the whole series. Yeah, I think that was a Yamaha call this year uh, yeah. with the new, with their new development, that new 250F. They wanted everybody on it. Wright's riding one, Wetland's riding one, yeah. uh, Moffenbeier's riding one. Every, everybody's riding four strokes. Um, how, how can Moffenbeier do, you think, uh, Galdi? Uh, well, last uh, little rumor and, and stats that we've been hearing is that all the local Cali tracks, he was hanging with everybody um, and, and looking really, really good. Um, okay. He trains hard. He's he's definitely stepped it up. It's, it's kind of a cool story that of him because he kind of came from nowhere. He was like a bit of a track hazard. His first year's pros like crossing in the air and huge crashes and and uh, he's come a long way. So uh, he's got that kind of heroic thing behind him as well. I think which will mm-hmm. which will give him some confidence this year and then winning the last race. Do I see him winning the championship? No. Well, I like it just because he's sort of from Manitoba. <laughs> sort of from I'll, Manitoba. You I'll, know, there's a border there between. I'll take it. And Manitoba, right? I'll take him. I'll, t- I'll claim him. Tying it all together. Yeah, I, I get really mad at Saskatchewan and how they produce three, <sighs> three top flight uh, Canadian pros in Manitoba's. Produce maybe half if you consider Don Formo. You know, was he from Saskatchewan originally? No, he's from Manitoba. Oh, okay, yeah. But you know what I mean. We've never had anybody close to Moffenbier, Brett Sherry, or Morgan. Nobody even close. Noof tried to work his magic with Miller, but it didn't work. Didn't happen. Um, Bad batch of Kool-Aid back then. Hey, so I always go on and on. I think I did this last year on this podcast and probably did it elsewhere on a pulp show or whatever. I just feel like the Canadian – where's these Canadian kids? Where's the fast kids? And They've all quit. (laughs) Well, you know. Did you hear that Kyle Beaton went to a race and everyone treats him like a nobody now? Oh yeah, I saw you guys get all upset at that. That's your guy, Goldie. He was he was truly hurt about that. I was there and we were watching Supercross and he was like he couldn't even watch the race, man. He was sitting there, he was so bummed out. I Poor said, Beats. Who, who cares, man? Poor Beats. Oh. Serious he was bummed out about that? Oh no, he was like seriously bummed out. He was sitting over in the corner and writing tweets, but then he kept erasing <laughs> them because he didn't know what to say. He was a mess, man. We had to like Freaking give him counseling back to, you know, having a decent time that night. <laughs> to have an all right time. Good job, Goldie. Yeah. A, your, your guy, your protege ruins his night. Hey, you uh, know what? He's, he said a lot of good things and that stuff, but then, yeah, like that obviously was a bit silly. And he, he can't be, there's a lot of stuff behind the, the stories with Richard that a lot of people didn't know. Noof knows all about it, obviously, with the family stuff and, and them things out there. There were a lot of personal things, but no excuses. The results weren't there. He sucked last year. And, Right, and that's how it worked. But yeah, he went a little off there. But some of that stuff was truthful for sure. You know, it's hard, and you're forgotten real quick, and stuff like that. I, I just think he was a little misunderstanding with the Beats thing. He doesn't. He, he was a little uneducated there. That's, that's for sure. Cause Beats. I told him. I talked to him. I'm like, well, Beats does schools. He, Dude, he he's at the track every he weekend still. He's he I can't put him on my side. He's Beats. talking to people. I, I, like he's around. I like Richard Gray. I have nothing against him. He's got an awesome family. Great people. But 
he can't sit there and compare himself to Kyle Beaton. No. No, not even close. So, and that's where Beaton was bummed about it because it's like, yeah, Beats is still at the track and he's still doing schools and he's training kids and he's doing this. It's like, man, he just didn't walk away, you know? Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of ang- there's a lot of anger over there, right? It still probably hasn't gone away. I don't I haven't talked to him in a while, but there's a lot of anger it's there and that's what came out in that teeny, interview. Teeny teeny tiny Beats. He never did nothing to nobody. <laughs> oh, would you give it up already? Beats is fine. He's <laughs> up his nails. All right, okay, listen. All right. So my rant about the Canadian kids. Well, we have this Wozniak, Rosnia guy, or Rosina. We have uh, Dylan Wright. That's a couple kids. You see potential in those two guys, Noof? Absolutely. I mean, and I don't, don't know about Jeff Pettis. Uh, yeah, Jeff Pettis, too. But uh, to touch on, on Wright and Rosina, I mean, I don't know Rosina that well, but uh, Dylan Wright, man, that, I, I, I really haven't seen anybody like him in a while. That kid has, like, serious heart. Last year rode cl- clapped-out bikes. And, uh, and and made it work, man. He never gave up charge the whole time. Yeah, he's a little bit wild, a little bit squirrely, but he is only like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that I think the future's bright for him. I mean, I hope that he can stay healthy. And and I mean, I, I do see him being a uh, you know struggling a little bit out west this year with not coming out here. But uh, he'll shine in the east again. And and I think that the the special thing that he's got, it seems like he's can ha- he can handle the pressure. What do you mean not coming out there to the west? Oh, what do you no? What do you mean? Well, you said oh, I, ne- he's never been out there before. He's oh, oh, him. oh, never been, never yeah, raced out right. west. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and when, what about Rosina Galdi? Um, I don't. I he's not as good as Wright, but he is. I think a little smarter on the bike. Um, it might all, it, it would be like comparing like uh, the uh, the Bubba Stewart to the Villapoto kind of thing, where Villapoto is more of the scientist out there and, and is always there, but Bubba may be the faster guy kind of thing. I think Dylan Wright is way fast, not way faster, but going to be faster. Uh-huh. But uh, I think Weston Rosina will will uh, outlast him through this series for a rookie year. Uh, but I, I don't count out Jess Pettis. He got a chance this, this winter to go to and hang out with Metcalf, sort of learn the ropes. He's super young. He's a good kid, great family, all that kind of aspect. He's hungry. He's young. I, and there's no... All three of these guys should not have any pressure on them. Like eight, their deal is a two-year deal at least. Like they're coming into the pros, mm-hmm. they look at get your feet wet, work your best, have some fun, what? enjoy the experiences, have some laughs. You know, get results where you can, fight where you can. Just give me your best effort. And uh, so I think that those three are a good crop. This is a good crop of kids coming through this year that could hopefully showcase our younger talent uh, a little bit, maybe. I wouldn't want to say better, but just maybe uh, outlasted the ones from previous years. Is Pettis it's been a while? Is Pettis riding for Leading Edge? Yes. Oh, okay. So I don't yep. know. I don't, he's on, is he officially on the team, or is he? Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. He's officially okay. part of the deal and and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yep. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So I should have should have put him in there. I thought he was sort of just do, being amateur another year, but this is it. Well, he's 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 you you you've missed you being or sorry you missing was not. Don't feel bad about it. You're he's he's, he's there, but it's it's like a. We're going to give you a shot, kid, and we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. give you another shot next year. But this one this year is just learn the ropes. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. So there we go. Three young Canadian kids. Are they all from Ontario? Where's No, no, what? just Wright and Rosina. Uh, Pettis is from uh, Prince George. Well, okay. So Pettis will, will, suc- will, Pettis will succeed and the other two kids will fail. You know why? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Because Ontario, best motocross no, ever made. Because you got, you got all everybody in Ontario and you go to the local races and you – you win at the local level, and you actually probably really sign autographs, so you're a bit of a rock star. You start getting an oversized watch and a big hat, 
uh, Pierce Chamberlain, Richard Gray, these kids. You start realizing, like, thinking that you're actually made it in motocross when you're just an Ontario Provincial star. It's funny. I feel as if you should write stuff because that really sounded good. No, it's true. I've seen it even back when I raced. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, well, it's crazy. It's kind of like the California man. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. It produces the most racers. We have the biggest racers. We have the most hyped up local series. You know, there's uh, other than uh, thank God for Brent Worrell and John Bowman at West. There literally is not basically anybody else that covers races to let people know what's going on and create sort of hype and and give other local talents some knowledge yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, other than uh, those guys at West doing it, myself, direct, and then, like, there's nobody in Quebec. Uh, yeah, and so no. you don't really know about these guys anymore, you know what I mean? So it's really, yeah. that's sort of why Ontario gets the jazz. That I feel like... It has produced a lot of people, but I think our last champion was freaking Marty, Marty Burr. Burr. Her? I was going to say Hoover? Um, no, Marty <laughs> Burr, 96. Oh, my God, is that right? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, suck it, Jesus. Ontario. Suck um, it big time. Hey, Please. I feel like if you're an up and coming kid in Ontario and you're you're fast and you're going to be a superstar, it should be mandatory that you have to work at machine racing for two weeks. <laughs> like just mandatory. <laughs> just just the, you, the dream killer. It's like uh, army service. You just have to do it. You know. Oh, he was on point this week. Oh, oh I bet he's always on point. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I feel like that could be. You know, a little bit of a solution to making you if, once you start feeling like you're really good or something. Uh, I don't. Yeah, but I mean, are you looking to just crush? <laughs> no, like no. That's, that's like one extreme. Like you're you're going full extreme. Good point. Right there. There's yeah. no like sort of climbing the ladder slowly to get the. Yeah, yeah get good there. point. You're just, here's the deal. Right now, you've entered the shop. You suck. You're going to do a shit job. I'm going to make fun of you. You're ugly. Girls don't like you. You're not fast. <laughs> okay, you smell. You dress funny. Um, go get me a coffee, go over there, wash that bike, get yeah. the hell out of here. Dude, you're so stupid. Like, yeah, that's how it goes. Right. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Noof, everybody, and I, I'm probably guilty of this too, and I'll probably go to Regina and go, man, Topher Ingalls is good. But nobody <laughs> nobody really talks about Topher Ingalls, you know? But he'll yeah, be. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, Topher, Topher last year was solid up here. I mean, he just yeah. he had a lot of bike issues. There's always seems to be something, you know, there's – that's the thing with the lights class up here. There's always, you know, lots of good guys that, that can be in the top three, you know, win some motos. And, and Topher did that last year. I mean, he dominated at, uh, at Gopher and stuff. But, mm-hmm. I mean, clapped out bikes and, and maybe just not have, uh, you know, all the stars aligned. It seems like there's always something. Like a bit of a shit show program. Yeah, and, and I, I don't, like, I know that they try their best. But, yeah, of course. Uh, right, you know, right. I think this year with having some support from KTM, um, you know, so they'll have a little bit more in-house stuff and, you know, having, you know, KTM being there, having parts. But, man, I, I helped Topher change a motor in between motos last year at uh, Edmonton. I mean, yeah, he had yeah. no, nothing really, nobody to help him, you know right. what I mean? So, I mean, besides the guy that owns the shop that, you know, paid for the whole deal, you know, and doesn't claim to be a mechanic, you know, just, just little stuff like that. Like, he doesn't, the program just isn't quite there. Right, right. But he'll be good. He always is. Always good, yeah. yeah. The so, only thing that will take him out of the title hunt will be a, a DNF, like a broken bike DNF. Exactly, and, that, and that's what took him out of it last year. I mean, like I always say, you know, if your bad motos can be like a fifth or a sixth, yeah. then you're going to be in it for the championship. So he, Him and, him and um, Clark and Politelli, what was it? It was like seven points or something Yeah, between the three of them going into Moncton, and yeah. he d- uh, double DNF'd. Yeah, well, his bike broke both With motos. Four, yeah, four motos left, seven points within the championship, he double DNF'd. 
he he DNF'd like four, maybe, uh, I won't want to say five, but four motos for sure for bike DNF. That's the only yeah. time he DNF'd is when his bike blew up. Right. Yeah. Um, Isn't he riding a two-stroke this year, though? Yeah, two-stroke KTM. Oh, yeah. let's just so stay together, probably. Yeah, stay, stay together better. easier. Um, so who do you guys like for this 250 title, MX2? Galdi, who do you who do you like? If Jeremy's on the gate and a solid bike, he's winning. Wow, I think I got to go with Jerry Bear too. After I after I disrespected him last year, <laughs> I think he can do it. Well, look, he's number four. He won an MX one uh, overall. That's that's pretty good. Uh, so I don't see how you can bet against him. Uh, Benoit's okay, but you know when I went to Calgary, and again, I, mean, I don't watch these things on TV. Cause I don't get them down here, so I only you know kind of read everything, and I go to one race a year. But when I Benoit didn't didn't blow my wig back at Calgary at all, you know, I was like, oh, okay. I think on the the Benoit thing. I mean, from sitting here just talking to you guys, I think he's got to stick with one plan. I'm not a fan of two stroke on the east, four stroke on the west. Stick to the original plan. Ride the two stroke like you were going to, which I think that was his original plan. And uh, and hammered out. I, I I just I don't like the switching back and not sure. Oh wait, if it's muddy this weekend, we're gonna ride this bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I yeah. said that you rubber. I he might not do that. I just made that up. Whatever. <laughs> well, I'm just saying he's not gonna get up in the morning and like do the old. I know that, but I know that. Check the air they, and, and go. If they say that they're gonna ride one bike out west, one bike on the east, you might like that. Just doesn't that doesn't make sense? Ride one bike and you'll be a championship contender. He's got he's healthy. He's been riding lots. Um, stick to the original plan and you'll be there. Jeremy's gonna be real good if he lines up. I hope that he does. I hope that he gets a good bike at least. He'll be. In I know Stolly's looking for bike. workers. Maybe Jeremy can get a job on tour, being like a banner guy, and then ride the motos. Then ride the motos. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't get sent home on a bus. And one guy we forgot oh. to talk about was uh, Josh Clark. Oh, yeah, there's the Galdi got gooned again. <laughs> Greyhound Galdi. <laughs> Josh Clark. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know much. The uh, floor is yours, Noof. Well, I think that Josh Clark was obviously he came in under the radar last year riding for a, a new team, which basically didn't have any support rather than just the guy or just the guy putting the money out of his own pocket and uh, and helping him out and I mean, yeah, he didn't win any motos. He he pulled a lot of, you know, almost overalls like Galdi would have with a 4-4. Four, four. He but, won the uh, overall last year at freaking, uh, um, was it Deschambeau? Yeah, Deschambeau. Yeah, but with, with like a 3-3, three, three, though. Oh. It was something like that. I think it was a 2-3. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he never he won, never won a moto. He never no, won he didn't a moto, win a moto, but he won the overall. But I think that he'll be he'll be confident up here, but yet at the same time, he came up here, flew under the radar last year with no pressure. Hopefully he can... He seems like a pretty laid-back guy. I don't know much about him, but uh, um, yeah, I put him. I put him battling for podium again this year. He's going to be super consistent, I assume. I mean, he never left the top five really last year. Hmm. Yeah, right. yeah, you're right. MX2 is going to be good, dude. Clark, yeah, real good. Clark Savage, uh, Ingles, Ross Johnson. I got them all mixed up. I couldn't keep them straight. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm just being honest. I'm just yeah, just you know, from from afar. They all look the same. Anyways, um. So okay, so we got. I got. What do you got, Noof? You didn't say MX two. Well, I go with I go with Jeremy too. Okay. I think that he. Uh, I think he w- will be the best guy, but it's hard to bet against Politelli. I mean, yeah, he did come off a is coming off a big injury, but uh, he's been riding now for a month or so. And I mean, hey, on the when you're good. on the West, he was untouchable last year, wasn't he? He was pretty he was, good. Yeah, he was yeah. 
Yeah, he really only lost solid. one moto, I think. And uh, yeah, you throw Vince Freeze in there, which will always keep things interesting. I don't think he'll be. Uh, I don't think he'll ever. He won't win a moto up here. But then uh, you know, I think I, I would go with Jeremy too. But uh, pretty close. Benoit will be tight, and uh, Politelli. Those are my three guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's all right. Who causes the biggest drama first, uh, Michael Lessi or Vince Freeze on the track? Nah, Vince is all right, man. He's, he's oh, he's cleaned up his act. Yeah, he's cleaned up his act. He's faster now, so he can like run the pace. You know what I mean? His problems always came from getting a good start and then not being able to run the pace, and so then, you know, then he caused issues and stuff because he fought like hell to keep up, stay up there. I think I he'll be like fine. I feel like he'd be a guy like in practice at Nanaimo, not knowing any of these Canadian guys, and some Canadian kid kind of yeah, uh, you know, chops him off or something, and he just drives into the side of him. You're like, who the hell are you, dude, or something uh, t- like that. Tony is gonna. Look, Tony is going to be a shit show up there. And I and I like are there rules for how far back you can start at the gate? Uh, there is at certain tracks. Okay. Like- so Mike is going to start he's going to be in third when the gate drops. Because Tony <laughs> Tony will be in the first turn using some sort of signal or Tony will be sitting behind the gate, the guy who drops the gate and it'll just be open cuz it's Canadian moto. Um and you know there's gonna be lots of problems and people are gonna be pissed and, but here's one thing though, um, you guys are gonna get to like Mike. Mike is a is a good dude. He works hard. He's a nice guy. He's good with the fans and the people. Uh, I know we saw the tickle thing. He lost his mind there. He had nothing to do with Lasergate and Jeff. You know what I mean? That was none of, nothing to do with him. He's a good dude, and you guys will like him. He tries hard. He I know he had the tickle thing, but just try to try to ignore that because he went nuts. Yeah, you guys will like him. I think I'm excited to watch guy. this guy live. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched him live on a big bike, so I'm, no. I'm excited. No. And I'll be announcing, so it'll be really cool for me to be able to watch Michael Lessie ride our tracks in Canada. Yeah, he tries hard. He's a good dude. He'll be good with fans. Sign autographs. Tony's crazy, but Mike's Mike's cool. So I think you guys will like that. You think Jeff think... is coming up at all? No, oh, fuck. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Lessie coming to Canada is nothing but good for Canadian moto. He's going to get that extra. Yeah, attract that extra attention from even the U.S. stuff because I mean, at the at the end of the day, he has a huge following. Whether people like him or not, or like the whole Lessie thing, I know Mike's a good kid, and I'm excited to see what he can you know do up here. And I think that it we need a big name guy like that and somebody that can you know bring some hype around. Believe the hype. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, it, it you know, there's no doubt he's a bigger name than Brett Metcalf, without a doubt, or Matt Gurkey, yeah. or you know what I mean, any of those guys. Like Mike's For sure. Mike's a big deal, worldwide known, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think – I don't know which one of you jerkies just said it's a good thing for Canadian moto. But I said. He yeah, did. It, it, you're absolutely right. It's a good thing. So, now having said that, there will be 842 controversies this year. I can't wait for that. That's going to be good for it, too. That's going to bring some more hype. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, hey, Galdi, what if first few rounds, Alessi just cleans out Noof, just cleans him out? Just get out of my way. Uh, oh, my God. I, we'll call, hey, we'll call Noof. We'll be like, so, Noof, how, is it good for Canadian Moto? Still good? Still good? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, no, I think it'll be go, it'll be the other way around. It'll be Noof just parking Alessi after he leads a couple laps at Nanaimo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Oh, man. Yeah, so, I don't know, man. Sounds Noof, like Noof and Tony in each other's faces. <laughs> that I wouldn't, I wouldn't back down from that. Uh, I didn't either. Watch Shugo. That guy would flip you like a cheese omelet, Noof. He he was very he was very upset at me at Watch Shugo. Very very upset at me. I know that video was cool. Um, 
Uh, so it sounds like we're all kind of on the same boat. Like we like Mike for the title, but Colton knew or Galdi, you think uh, Colton's going to do it? He's going to stay healthy. If he stays well, healthy, it should be- I got Tyler right in there too. You do, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm. It's a toss-up right now between Tyler and Colton for me, but I think they'll both. They're both going to beat Mike. Oh Jesus Christ! Really? Yeah. They're both going to beat Mike. Well, if I pick one or the other for the title, they're going to have to finish first or second. Well, uh, Noof, he only knows that Mike's never going to listen to this, and Tyler and Colton will. That's why he says that. Maybe, oh, but I, gar- I guarantee. I guarantee you that Tony's going to listen to this. No. Uh, oh yeah. No, no chance. I'm telling you right now, Tony will listen to this. He's going to come up and say, he's probably going to shake my hand at Nanaimo and say, "Hey, I listened to you here on that podcast." Mm, okay. All right. Yeah. I know that these guys, Tony will be listening because they're trying to do their extra work and figure it out and who's who and this and that. He'll be listening to this. All right. I, just... I don't know. Yeah, but he might not listen to you. I heard, I got a story via my pot before my podcast that said uh, that Tony asked, how many concrete starts are in Canada? There's two. Uh, I think there's four. No, 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 there's two. Yeah, I'm going to have to call up somebody out there and ask them instead. There's two. <laughs> and he was talking to a certain Medallia brother. <laughs> uh, well, and then what about someone down here told me, yeah, Hill's going to be pumped because the motos in Canada are only 20 minutes long. <laughs> don't I wish. I'm like. I'm like maybe he was thinking of riding MX2. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, they're not. There's no. There's nobody that's 20 minutes. There's no motos that are 20 minutes long. None. So, um yeah, it should be interesting. He's a good dude too. He'll 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 probably like it up there. I bet you he'll be like a lot of the American guys. He'll go up there with maybe a chip on their shoulder or whatever, and hang out and discover that the fans are pretty cool. The other riders are all cool with each other. So much less pressure. Lots of hanging out, and uh, and at the end of the day, you enjoy yourself. I think he'll find yeah. out. You know that same kind of vibe. So what number does he wear at the end of the series, Steve? Five. All right, that's where I got him. Yeah. Yeah, five. If he stays healthy, of course. Okay, so my top five: Colton, Tyler, Alessi, Bobby, Hill. You're you're so you're possibly high right now. No, I swear. <laughs> like, there's no way Mike Alessi go, does twenty motos and is third place. There's just no way. Okay, well, I'm saying that right now. You said Medallia wasn't going to get top ten last year. <laughs> I said top okay. ten. I I said top ten. Really, you I, were like, "Oh, you might not even qualify." Oh my god, you might not even <laughs> qualify. That's what I was saying. He's so tiny. He's so little at four fifty. He's gonna throw him around. Um, okay, that's my picks. I'm telling you, Colt, Tyler, uh, Wesley, uh Bobby, and then Hill. So Teddy Mayer's just garbage. No, Teddy Mayer's gonna get six, but he's gonna get. I bet you he wins a moto again this year, but I think he's gonna get like a number six. Oh, make sure you tell Teddy that news. What called? I'm going to make sure. I'm going to text him right now. Yeah, do it right now. Uh, all my right, top, my top five. Let me give you my top five. I'm going Alessi, Colt, Teddy, Tyler, Bobby. Oh, I'm way <laughs> off. Yeah, I got Alessi. Same five guys. Alessi, Alessi, Canari, T. Dags, Chisholm, Hill, Colton. Unfortunately, does not make 20 motos. Wow. I just, I mean, I just, yeah. You're so crazy. You don't even know you're high. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, I, you saw what Brett Metcalf did last year, and I cannot remember more than three motos where Brett Metcalf ever beat Michael Alessi outdoors. And you saw what Metcalf did last year. So 
Didn't he beat him in like four motos or whatever motos he raced last year, which was like eight? He beat him at Southwick, and that's it. Pretty sure. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So, Can't change your picks, Galdi. Settle. So, I'm like, not. I'm not. I'm not. And, we, and we should do MX2, too, because this is recorded. So if Jeremy shows up, he's one. Two is Benoit. Three is going to be Politelli. Uh, or, sorry, three is going to be uh, Topher, then Politelli. Uh, and then I'm, just, I'm undecided about Wentland and Clark right now. What about Moffenbar? You hate Moffenbar? No, I, I just... Uh, I, I think I don't know. I, I just don't. I have him as sort of he's he's my Colton to you. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's talk about this Disney Nation thing a little bit, Goldie. Okay. Why'd you do it? What happened? How'd you become the head of Canadian Motocross the Nations? Which, by the way, new scares the shit out of me. I don't know about you, but <laughs> doesn't scare me anymore. Um, Goldie's in charge. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, okay, it does not so scare you. Okay. How, it, how it happened was is that uh, in like the fall, I talked to Carl about just trying to help out. I wanted to use my resources. I know everybody. Everybody answers emails, answers phone calls from me. Am I talking about things? I really just think it was a, a communication issue throughout the industry why there's not as much support that needs to be happening. So I went in and, and talked. We had some meetings. Like, yeah, yeah. He went to this uh, board, the CMA board, which I am not. I don't really get how there is one. But um, the CMA board, and they said, no, you can't have an assistant or a helper or anything. He, Carl said, I'm over it, boom, we're done. Then there was a press release out that said, sign up to be the manager. You had to fill out this little form, and you sent it in, and I got picked. Out of uh, It was me, Danny Bro, and some guy named Frankie Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was a fake name or something. I don't know. I don't know who it was. But me, Danny Bro, Frankie Joe, I sent in my things. And then it's been going to there. There was a bit of a slow start with Maryland and, and oh, shocker. the process. Okay. Yeah, shocker. It has never been an easy road. I, I mean, I would assume, uh, I don't know if Maryland would ever hear this or nothing, but she's not very easy or forthcoming to the ideas of things. Oh, that's, uh, that doesn't sound and, like the Maryland I know. <coughs> so, uh, anyway, it's been great the last little while. I've, I've been doing my uh, reports for her and all this stuff that I have to do, and, and now I'm, I'm trying to raise money and make it all happen to go to uh, Kagan's Labia. So where do people go? Um, the best place to get a hold of it is through guaranteedmx.com. I post newsletters. You can get it through the forum. You can get it through Direct Motocross. You can get it through MXP Mag uh, if Chris ever gets off his ass and posts something on the website. Um, and then uh, the other way is you can go to Go. Uh, there, I have a GoFundMe account. I've got it through my Facebook. I've got it through Guaranteed Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. If you follow anything to do with Canada, it is very easy to find all the information that I'm putting out there right now, I find. If you're not that involved in it, you don't know how to use the internet, then you're obviously. I'm going to see you at the races. I'm going to the events. Uh, I'm doing silent auctions. So fifty-fifty draws. Stolly's let me do a fifty-fifty draws at the nationals. Yeah, so Stolly is sort of on board with this. Yes, the email the other day was, "I would love to tell you to go fuck yourself because of the CMA, but because it's you, you, I have a soft spot, and I, I don't see a problem with this." Well, I, and then I asked about like a free gate admission to like a girl to walk around and do the work for me. Yes, and he's like, "Well, you're you're starting to bite off more than you can chew." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> can I can I please have a thirteen dollar gate admission? Look, yeah. I, uh, I've been uh, critical of Mark here and there, uh, and I think for rightfully so. But uh, props to him for this is this kind of stuff I talked about, like just. Just allow the team to use the national to help themselves, and the, and he is so so. Finally, yeah, good I'm job doing, on that. I was I was going to try to do other things like sell T-shirts and hats, and 
I'm just so busy myself during the day, and I don't want to. I don't want to put it on somebody else, and then the job not get done. Yeah. Up to par or something. So I'm keeping it simple. I can do fifty-fifty draws. That way, I can control it too. When I'm announcing it during the day, I'll have someone walking around, and that's how we're going to raise money at the nationals. And then I have um, a Newf and Kyle Beatner helping me do a motocross school at the Popcom track between Nanaimo and Cam Loops. That's all online. Um, and cool. then, like I said, I have the link yeah, yeah. online. I've got a, a big event going on this weekend at the Moto Park. I'm selling T-shirts. Uh, we got hats. I'm doing a silent auction where I have a, a James Stewart jersey, a Cole Thompson set of gear, a Colton Fa- Fasciotti jersey. Uh, so I'm doing that this weekend. I was going to try to do a golf tournament thing, but that sort of seems like it's not going to maybe work out. Um, so the effort's there. It really is going to come down to whether or not Canada it wants to support it or follows the Canadian motocross websites and stuff that we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you just go to the track and you like racing, uh, you're still going to find, you're going to hear your ears, you're going to hear the, the noise and what's going on, but it's up to you whether or not you want to use your PayPal to donate $5 or right. find me at the track and pay 5 bucks for a 50-50 ticket, or if you want to join in the silent auction and bid a bid upon these things. Like, there's, I don't know what more else I can do uh, with the time that I have and the, the resources, so... If you if you like Canadian Moto and you want to see us on the line, get off your wallet and donate a couple bucks if you can. If not, then uh, huh. don't be one of those people that sits and complains about it and says the effort wasn't there because the Montreal Supercross isn't in the way. The CMA is being pretty open to all my ideas and things that I'm doing. I've got all the resources and everything covered, getting us there and back. Now it's just a matter of finding the money. So, All right. Sounds good, yeah. Ryan yeah. Gold, Canadian Motocross savior. Who knew? Yeah, I hope so, man. Like I said, it's not a money-making adventure. We can't go there. We're not going to win. So don't, you know, nobody get drunk on, on Canadian love. We're going there to Just please make the A-final. Just make showcase it. our riders and uh, try to help you, Steve, uh, you know, sell us a little bit more because we go there every time and you stick up for us and we end up making you uh, like a fool. You don't understand how much I got laughed at last year. Oh, I, well, that was an easy one. We sent one of our best teams ever, and we didn't even make the freaking A final. And not only that, but collapsed in epic in epic fashion in the yes. LCQ. Yes, yes, it was it was not good. not good, not, not good. good. But so you know what? Yeah, this is good. I mean, this you're absolutely right. I think part of the reason why things were rougher was because of the people that were running the team in the past, and so this should help your presence. As much as it pains me to say this, it should help. Oh, look at you. I should write. I got it. Well, this is recorded, so I can, I can hold on to this from memory. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know what? No. I, in, in Carl's defense, he has done a, a great job with what he's able to deal with. Like, you know, the industry doesn't support the CMA or any of that kind of stuff, so that was always a bit of a hiccup. But Carl made it happen last year. He shelled out $12,000 of his own personal money to finish off the deal because they came up short with fundraising. But he just, he's like the guy's 70. He doesn't have time to chase. He's not going to the track. He's not talking to parents. He's not trying to hype it up and stuff. He was just trying to do it because he loved the sport. So it wasn't it wasn't the, the the lack of effort before. It just might not have been the right way of going around it or or in your face enough to make it hype up and yeah. and really get excited about it kind of thing. So hopefully yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to do and it's working. And the good thing you're going for, Egaldi, is that you're – you know, you're current in the sport, you're more proactive about it, and, uh, yeah. you know, like you said, Carl's doing, did a good job, and they tried their best, And uh, but I think with you being a little more proactive and getting some more people involved in it and making it a little bit more well-known, I think uh, I think it's going to work out good. Like I keep saying, there's nothing, you know what, the week, I wish it, there could be someone that would say, here, there, Tim Horton's Canadian Tire, here's 50 grand, boys, yeah. in Canada, boom, 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 we're looked after each year, but... 
There is no return on this investment whatsoever. There's nothing <laughs> that can make money. You can't be – you're not going to get pats on the back. It literally is for pride and just to help showcase what we have on the grand scale of, of which is the nation's. And uh, so, uh, so and try doing their best effort. There really is no other return on it than a sheer just like way to go, Canada. There is no return on your investment. I like that. I mean, it's true, but I like it. It's good. Uh, hey, before we go um, on this uh, BTOSports.com, Pulp MX, Pulpcast, Guaranteed MX, Canadian Motocross Preview Show, brought to you by Atlas Braces. How do you like that? I just I just did that I, right I now. I like that. Yeah, brought to you by like Atlas that. Braces. Um, nice, nice. Official brace of Ryan Villapoto, Jake Weimer. And now Colton Fasciati. Um, exactly. Uh, how do you guys feel about some of these people on MX Forum saying that these teams should hire Canadians and give the Canadians a chance? This is an old, age-old debate, I know, but where do you stand on this, Noof? Well, I think it's very simple. Yeah, I like it when the teams support the Canadians, but the Canadians need to get out there and, and do the job. I mean, go racing in the wintertime. Go do this, go do that. Like, you got to get out there and race, man. And these, these Canadians, I mean, they're not doing that. Like, there, there's places to go and race, and it, it would be much easier for a Canadian kid, let's say, I know that Sean Moffenbeier is probably a bad example, but, you know, he, he's a fast Canadian. Like, what else do you do besides the nine nationals? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So it, it, it makes it hard for these Canadian teams to pick a Canadian when they can go to the U.S. and put all their eggs in one basket and get a bigger name guy than a than a Sean Moffenbier or somebody somebody like that. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to get out there and race and you know do you know tie yourself in with a local shop and 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 make it happen. Make a name for yourself, man. Be a you got to be a local hero before you become a national hero. Before you can go three three at Alverton, exactly. you need to be a, a, a local hero. What do you like think? Going three three. There's a lot of races out there that will never even touch that spot. Okay. What was your best national number five? Yeah, five. five yeah. Uh, what uh, What do you think, Golly, of these teams and not hiring Canadians? Although the Gopher Dunes team, they they kicked an American that probably look if you were to put Blake Savage and and Rosina back to back, Savage is a better rider right now. But they, I would say probably yeah on paper. Yeah. I, I basically look at it now. The more actually now that I'm getting into my own sort of little business life thing is. The more you invest in it, the more you're going to get out of it. And uh, if you invest in your racing career, so if a shop, if you get a shop, a local shop, and they give you a bike and you get a couple sets of free gear and some other free parts, then you got to sort of contribute somewhere around that same sort of dollar amount or time to get to the races, to showcase yourself, to get yourself better, to make it work. You can't just keep expecting them to give, give, give without getting something in return. And until you're that guy that's going 1-1 on the weekend, then you have to invest everything possible, no matter if it's dollar amount, family time, uh, body, whatever it is, you've got to find a way to invest it to make it work. And if it's not working, then obviously the sport isn't for you, and that's why you were seeing that, you know, these kids like the Richard Gray stuff, they did not want to invest enough time in themselves. It's like you're a product on the shelf at Canadian Tire. If you're not going to make yourself attractive to a customer, you're not going to get sold. Well said. I like you know it. What I mean? It's like you write hit that your, down. Write like, that down. It's like you hit your head or something and got super smart since you started. I know. I know. I'm serious. I've been studying online. You, you don't even got to go to school anymore, man. You just go to Google and say, educate me, and it does it. <laughs> you just go to Google. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Ryan, the new Flockart. Good luck with your comeback. Again, the new beginning, part 12. Good luck. It's more than that now. Uh, probably, uh, probably losing count. It was eight it's, at it's some like point. It's like the freaking 
Friday the 13th series. It, it just is. keeps going. It just keeps coming back. Uh, but uh, thanks for everything, uh, Ryan, on your end. And Galdi, guaranteedmx.com. People can check it out there. Uh, thanks for your insight on the Canadian series. Starts in uh, two weeks in Nanaimo, so should be uh, should be pretty exciting. And or three weeks, three weeks, uh, sixteen days. So yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So yeah, somewhere in between there. Uh, thanks very much, guys. Appreciate appreciate the input, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks for your time, Steve. Thanks, man. See ya. See ya.